Welcome back, everybody, to another, another episode, episode of... Let's have a drink. This beautiful, beautiful fantastic podcast, podcast where oh. we sit back... Oh, shh. Someone's trying to take my job. <laughs> <laughs> sit back, relax, relax, and enjoy a delicious beverage. We relax. That's what you said. You said relax, and then you said relax. Oh, relax. <laughs> just, just no X's. X's Guys, I guarantee you, we haven't had a single sip of alcohol yet today. We're just, just like real laid back and overtired from our weekend. A little overtired. I'm over-energized for my workout. I'm yeah. really looking forward to this beer. So am I. And also, we had a really active, fun, adventurous weekend. Plus, we did. this is the season finale. It is. So, so it's, it's a exciting. different type of energy that we're bringing exactly, to this episode, I feel. Exactly. Every time, every finale, every premiere. Premiere? Yeah. Premier. Premier? Premier? Premier. Of Ontario? <laughs> the Premier of Ontario, Doug Ford. Um, no, yes, it's 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 always uh, a different vibe when we do the finales. Absolutely. Versus, and also like the season premieres and stuff. So, you know what? Um, this is a fun-filled episode we have this week, guys. Absolutely. Uh, as usual. Um, but we're also recording this on a nice like holiday week. We weekend are. Weekend for us. So yes, we, happy Labor Day. Yeah. Um, for- retroactively, when you're listening to this on Thursday, I hope everyone's had a really great kind of first day back to what I, I find most of us generally refer to is like the regular year, just because with a lot of people being in school again, whether you're in grade school all the way up to post-secondary, you will have started by now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, for, for anyone with friends or family members who are in school or teachers or anything like that, I uh, hope y'all had a great first week back. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, it would be, it would be like, Ish, or at least yeah. like few days because it, it starts, I mean, anybody in uni and college wouldn't start till Wednesday correct. and then tomorrow is when everybody else starts. Right. So, so everybody is starting back at the same time everybody, and then they end at different times. It's weird. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this is basically how we classify end of summer. So let's just say like end of summer vacation. Let's mm-hmm. just say, I hope everybody had a great summer vacation. Absolutely. Uh, because that's really where it's ending for a lot of people. The, the vibe of yeah. the weather's already There's changing no more, in that vibe. Like, like it's just. Well, that's the thing too, is we, it's actually, it made me laugh a little bit because Saturday, so we'll get into a few more of our little things, but just specifically when I'm talking about like, you know, end of summer vibes is Saturday was super hot, super sunny, boiling, boiling. Um, and then yesterday was really cloudy, still kind of warm, but very breezy. Like you could feel the chill in the air. Um, What are you talking warm? You wore a jean jacket, and, and you I was were cold. cold. I know. Okay, there was nothing warm about the day. It was it was a jacket, but it was it was a chilly, breezy day. Um, and then today, of course, it's the same thing, but also with a ton of rain. So it's definitely giving like early fall vibes as the weather really starts to kind of switch right. around. I've been noticing lately, ever so slowly, the last couple of weeks that um, that the some of the um, like foliage and trees and stuff have started to change over, but I think the last couple of days because of the weather, you particularly said, "Oh, hey, that like the trees look like they're you know they're already changing." changing. A bit. Uh, when we were when we were out at one point on the weekend, I was like, "Yeah, no, like it's already been happening." But I guess be- again because of the weather, you're really starting to kind of notice that more. Right. Um. So yeah, it's full on fall vibes. I wore a sweater yesterday. I've worn one today. I wore a long sleeve too. I'm wearing one today. Mm-hmm. You got like. Like super into like a sweat outfit this, this morning, morning. Well, uh, what, like a sweat a sweatshirt and matching sweatpants joggers yeah i got out of bed and i was like between the ac and a little bit chilly in the part we're not turning the ac off yet because it is supposed to heat up again for a little yes, bit yes yes uh, because again we're not talking first day of fall till like almost 
halfway through mm-hmm. September. We're still gonna have we're in Niagara. We're still gonna have some warm days. Um, it'll it'll be soon though. We'll turn the AC off because we we'll have the windows. Well, yeah, because even so. though it'll be like maybe like twenty two, it'll be like chillier. Um, but anyway, so we uh, with all of that this morning, I knew I wasn't doing a lot of activity yet that day, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get cozy in a sweatsuit. Of course, as soon as I started doing like a bunch of tidying that I had to do today, it I started sweating. Um, but other than that, though, like it's it was very relaxed. It was really nice to be able to just like chill literally and get all cozied up it really gave me i was texting my one friend um today from work and i was like i'm pretty sure i'm like the only person in southern ontario who's happy about the weather today yeah yes and yeah yeah because it is gloomy and like for the first gloomy day in a long time jokingly Um, like i'm sure there's other people who are happy about it but uh or at least like feeling the vibes rather than being upset yeah you're you're definitely like a, a vibe feeler like like when the vibe is just changing and you like what's it, what it's changing to you love it but mm-hmm. you're also one who can't love it forever like you'll like there's days where it'll be gloomy and like in the next couple of weeks you'll have, we'll have a gloomy day and mm-hmm. you won't and you'll be like i want a nice fall day i don't want gloomy anymore i want so, a nice fall so tr- totally true i think for me is i'm the type of person like i don't mind like a foggy morning and maybe a bit of like a half rainy day but i'm also that type of person who like good fall weather is a very short window in mm, Ontario. It is specifically, um, and uh, we get the I guess we get the benefit down here of maybe getting to enjoy it for ever so slightly longer than some areas, uh, because of how far south mm-hmm, we are, it stays mm-hmm. temperate for a little bit longer. But it's still a very small window compared to uh, summer and winter in particular. Um, so, and I like to be able to go out and enjoy those days. Like I'm a Honestly, I've, I've jokingly said this before. I'm a hoe for fall. So I'm like, I'm all about like a good fall walk with maybe like a warmer drink. Um, go on like hikes during that time because I'm not like sweating profusely. And you can kind of actually enjoy like the kind of the color changing of everything. Um, and it's slightly crisp like yeah. in the air like it's just the smells of everything i don't know how to explain no, it no 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 like there there's definitely everybody knows what it what it is like there's definitely people who can't understand because they don't love it but yeah. i personally also mm. enjoy that yeah. vibe it's a nice like yeah i again i looked through my closet today i was like i love like yeah, sweaters coming soon. i got so excited and Are I, you and sorting I love, everything and i love new sweaters i love my old sweaters like i wear all about we love clothes yeah so much that and like wardrobe mm-hmm. you know stuff that like mm-hmm. We have such great fits for yeah. every season of the year. Yeah. So like when we haven't had summer in so long, when we like come and we bring out our summer wardrobe, we're like, oh my God, I can't wait for summer. Now it hasn't been winter for so long and fall for so long. We haven't worn our sweaters in eight months. It's like, I can't wait to I'm wear so sweaters ready. And it's so much a part of my aesthetic is layering. Yeah. I like to be able to have and layering pieces. So when it gets live. too hot, I can't like layer shit together. And that's why I couldn't live in, in like beautiful places in the world because I, it would be just too nice all the time. I couldn't wear a sweater. I couldn't be in cold for too long because... Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would want warm. I yeah. love the back and forth. But anyways, mm-hmm. we're getting too much into it. We have a whole we are, episode we to are, talk we about are. it. We, we have, have, we have everybody like... Everybody already heard it from me. I cracked open my can. We did. Okay, so I... How about you have some sips while I talk about Sh- our can today? Sounds good. And then you, while I sip, you can tell us what you think. Okay, so for our final one, it's giving major psychedelic 60s vibes. Um, it's So we decided to go with an IPA because it's a finale day. Um, and we've really kind of exhausted a lot of the more summary options that are on the market now. And we just kind of wanted to go down a more traditional route for this finale before we start getting into the fall season in our next season, oddly enough. So it is the Juice Caboose, Juicy IPA from Railway City. So yeah, it's 6.8%. Preferences. It is an IPA, but we got 
funky with it. And we we went did get funky IPA. with it. Um, so yeah, it's uh, there's not like a whole little spiel or anything um, with Rayleigh. I think we've said before, but it's got like a great little like thingy on the side that talks about the almost. style, the IBU, um, the final the, gravity. Original gravity, final gravity. I think it could be like the general like uh, weight of the, I don't know, maybe like through the fermenting process. But it does talk about the hops as well. Um, so it is, there's Mosaic, Eldorado, Citra, uh, Columbus, and Centennial. Um, and then it gives a little kind of like taste palette thing where it's tropical fruit, pineapple, fruit salad, honeydew melon, and baked pie. So I feel like it's kind of like a little bit of flavors and then also what it's like good to be paired yeah, with. Yeah, it's, it's very fruity. Um, Which I definitely think is giving kind of like a really good choice for a final. Uh, it, it is it is very refreshing, and again, we're we're all on that IPA train. So let's hop on this juice caboose. Uh oh. Oh fuck. You're. I'm a disaster today. No, I... you're just a, a a very unique. Okay. Person. I feel like this. I need to fix this. Okay, you really know what? Quickly. Um. No, you, you're gonna you're gonna deal with it. Okay. And sip it. Okay. And, and figure it out, and okay. then we'll clean it up. Okay. All that, I can't get through this phone. All, all that head. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's like generally like how how much head you'd want if it was porn from draft. Like it's like a pretty like a decent Ah, so inch. I did do it right. <laughs> yeah. After like the second half of the drink. Anyways. Yeah. This can is very good looking. We we love Railway City. We've shouted them out a bunch of times. They're on yes. our faves. Oh. A handful. Um, but... It's a very strong IPA. The hops are very strong. It definitely is very strong. I think it definitely, uh, what I will say though, is I'm getting some smoother fruit taste to it that mm-hmm. in the aftertaste. So it's giving me like a very strong traditional IPA, but it does a kind of mellow out on your palate a little bit. So you can yeah. enjoy the other flavors of the beer. Yeah. But like, it's not like overpowering at all. I, I really, I really like this one. Yeah. For a, for a juicy IPA. We usually don't hate juicy ipas do you usually like no we usually end up liking them uh maybe like certain ones better than others uh but we we are never really disappointed with juicy ipas let alone ipas in general so i'm actually very happy with this one for being a stronger beer too i feel like i could easily kind of sip through this though just because we've had really strong flavors in our palate before so um yeah no this one definitely isn't like too too much uh i think nothing will ever beat us trying the super primal, which was eleven oh percent at cold in break. In terms one of time. an IPA, yeah, those that was a lot. But I don't know so, if we've ever had those on the even on the pod. But no, 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 that was a lot. But yeah. uh, no, this is this is good. This is generally in the range for a strong beer anyway that we've had before. That like six point five to six point eight sort of deals. Yeah. So, um, as far as the 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 palate goes, for sure though. I, I'm going to say if you're not a craft beer drinker, I would probably avoid this one. Right. Um, I think, and, and I think Railway City's, you know, up there for their craft yeah. ingredient beers. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, at the end of the day, this is probably a brewery that you're going to avoid anyways if you don't love craft beer. Mm-hmm. But if you're exploring and you want to try something new, if um, you want to push your limits, anyth- I would recommend anything from Railway. But yep. this is new uh, on the shelves. Uh, it's likely at your local LCBO. Yep. Um, go give it a shot. It's got this really cool psychedelic can. And well, uh, I will say I'm pretty sure the, um, so like I, cause I think the Muskoka detour was like the first IPA I ever tried basically, but then railway city's dead elephant was that's from railway, right? Yes. Yes. 
their dead elephant was the second one I had tried. And I think that's what kind of like locked it in on. Oh, I liked craft beer. Me too. Um, and specifically I like IPAs to start with. So I, uh, I will say that I, I always love being able to revisit railway and, and try other things for them because it was that selection that kind of, I think solidified mm-hmm. things. Yeah, I agree. Well, I'm really happy that we got railway for our finale episode. Absolutely. Um, okay. Cause again, we, we love them so much. Um, mm-hmm. we definitely need to go one day. I, we definitely do. I it's, totally uh, agree. I think it's a little bit of a hike for us. I'm not really sure where they are. London? I'm not. I really couldn't. Don't well, know. I mean, it's probably on the can. Um, they're in St. Thomas. St. Thomas. That's actually a little... It's not ter- it's that's a not hike. terrible. It's a hike, but it's It's a not, bit of a hike, but it's, it's not, not terrible. Um, but yes, we do have a fun episode this week, guys. We do. Uh, we were already chatting about a bunch of stuff, and we have some fun conversation stuff planned. So uh, before we jump all into the nitty gritty, yes. uh, we got to quickly get something out of the way, and it's that intro. Roll it. Let's have a Welcome back, everybody, to the content. Um, Oh my goodness gracious. Um, So, fun episode. The cat is now with me, and now I'm just distracted. He is just lounging right beside his faja. Yeah, he's just... He's just chilling. He just came. He's been a real out. sucky boy lately, and we don't hate that. Not at all. Not at all. We no. want all the loves. We, so, we love. No, we, we love we, the. We we've said it, I think, a couple of times in the past, and haven't really mentioned it recently. But he's he has quite a bit of like a routine, and really enjoys like being where we are now. Like he'll he'll come live with Curtis when it's time for bed. Like he knows when it's bedtime when we shut off all the lights and we go lie down. With their phones and our water and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he knows. He comes in with a little meow. And, uh, and then I inevitably, he always makes his way over to my side of the bed, either in the middle of the night or right before I wake up in the morning. So mm-hmm. he gets some good snuggle Sometimes time with Sometimes he's back and forth in the middle of the night, but... Yeah. Y- he's been doing he's that got... a lot more lately where he's like with the both of us for most of the night. Yeah. But he definitely loves the the bedtime routine. He'll, he he'll does. Be, he's in he's in the bed. Yeah. Either with both of us, with with me, usually mm-hmm. with me, but sometimes yeah. with you. Yeah. Depending on his mood. Yes. <laughs> and he's always he's always ready for bed. Yeah. We love that he's he's got this routine now, mm-hmm. and he's just chilling. Yeah. Um, I think he's feeling the cozy vibes of today. I know. He's he's our he's our cat. He knows <laughs> he is very he's much one our of cat. us. He's one um, of us. One but, okay, so we did have a couple things planned this uh, this did. episode for the finale. Um, one thing I don't think we've done, but I usually do it for the finale episode, is I kind of go through um, the beers we had. Yeah. Um, one by one and just kind of talk about them. I think it would be fun this finale to actually pick a favorite, like pick one. Oh, I, yeah, true. 90% of the time, I remember... Oh yeah, beer, yeah. Well, especially, especially if it, over the last ten episodes, kind and of thing. I, and I think picking a favorite two will be easy because it's like, okay, now sure you remember them, but which one made the most impact? Right. Exactly. Retroactively right. now to say, you know what? Yeah, that was the one I was most impressed right. by. Uh, so let's let's get started, I guess. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, our first episode, our premiere was the Pina Colada Cider from Brickworks. Okay. Um, it came in that yellow can. Yep. Um, the second week we actually had the wine and we tried that Pinot Gris, um, the skin oh. fermented from skinny dipping. Yep. Um, so that was episode two or mm-hmm. episode, um, 112. Um, uh, the third episode of the season, we did the, oh, I can't even see it. What? Um, the, oh, it's the Rubus Hibiscus and a Raspberry Cider. 
from B- Bustle. Do you remember that one? Bustle. Hold on. Let me let me pull up the page on my phone. Yeah, as well yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Uh, I f- oh oh I did really like that one actually. Right. Sorry, right. I'm starting to put it together. Again no, that's now. fine. That's fine. Um, then um, we had the French Forever Pale Ale from Alora Elo- Brewing Co. Remember that yeah. one? Actually, really good. Yes. I remember that one pretty well. Yeah. Um, the one after that. Oh yeah, we had this. Um, I don't even see a, a good picture. Oh, it was the From Beyond IPA from Reinhard Brewing. Oh, I really liked this one. Right, right. Uh, following up with that, we had the uh, Fruition Fruited Sour yes. from Clifford. Okay, that's a top contender for me. I I'm know. Tell you now right we're now. getting to the ones that we actually know about because they were recent. Um, then we had the uh, Sunsetter Lemon and Lime Beach Lager that from one wasn't White bad. That was good. Um, two weeks ago, we did the, I can't even see it. It was again. the Reinhard, uh, Armed and Citra. Armed and Citra from Reinhard again. Yes, that one was, that was quite good. Remember that one too? And then mm. last week we had the Strawberry Pina Colada Sour. Okay. And then our finale being the Juice Caboose Juicy yes. IPA. So yeah. those are our 10, excuse me, 10 contenders. Yeah. So do you think you could pick a top one? Uh, yes, I do think I can pick a top one. And I think I'm going to have to say it's the Fruited Sour from Clifford, the Fruition. Okay, cool. Um, I will say very closely tied with the From Beyond IPA. From okay, Rainhard. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Me personally, that's just how I'm, how I'm feeling. No, I hear that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I do, I did really love that wine. Um. Oh, yes. Like, yeah, 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 that yeah. was, that was one for me, I think. I think my favorite would have been actually like last week, the strawberry pina colada sour. Like right. that one was really that, good. That I would say would be the next runner up after the, the first two. And I then I think the contender after that probably would have been um, the, the, it would have been the fruition sour. Um, just because it was, it was it interesting was really how good. you've got double sours and going then probably on. T- that one was probably tied with the beach lager. I really did like that lemon and lime. Mm. Like, yeah, really, you were very excited about that. Really like just chill. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing special, nothing yeah. crazy, but like yeah. flavorful enough lager. And we, yeah. we you know, when we ever get one yeah. of those. Yeah, I do. I, if I were to, if I were to pick like a top three after now saying what my favorite was, it would be the fruition, the from beyond, and then the pina colada sour, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. were the most of just like gave me the vibes that we were looking for throughout the summer and were generally just the kind of like flavors that I always love in uh in beer sorry i can see the reflection of the tv he's got his paws crossed over and he's just snoozing he's snoozing it's cute anyway sorry our cat's distracting us from what we're here for today but yeah. that's that's my top three from this past season not that again no 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 hate or anything we we love everything that we had a chance to try but as far as you know my own personal after all that we kind of had throughout yep. the season i'd yep. say those are my top three no that's that's awesome that's awesome i think um the the this last season guys season uh 12 has encompassed um you know july and august so the yeah. bulk of the summer um we definitely had a lot of ciders um mm-hmm. you know a lot of sours a lot of those fruitier yep. uh, refreshing type of drinks absolutely uh, and beers um, get ready for the pumpkin you, what's that I just said, get ready for the pumpkin. Yeah, and now we'll have a Guess lot more fall, in LCBO. <laughs> chill vibes. We actually, I grabbed a, a pumpkin ale actually from from <laughs> LCBO. Um, but yeah, I know there's a few, there's a few good fall beers I'm sure mm-hmm. to come our way, and then yeah. also the wintry, Christmasy oh, type of drinks as well. Oh man, that's um, gonna be fun. I'm not really sure where our next season will will end. 
but right. again, reminder, because this is finale, where we will be taking our two-week break. Yes. Yeah. A nice little two-week hiatus. Um, a little hiatus, little, little max and relax and shooting them b-balls while we're taking a break from, you know, the posting, the idea developing, and, and just kind of being able to enjoy a little bit of our own time and then, you know, be able to come back and really appreciate sitting down and coming up with creative ideas. I think with just about anything in life, like you do find burnout with it's things just, it, and it's, again, it's nice yeah. to be able to kind of like give your brain a break and then you can come back with more fresh creativity it's the same as like you know taking a personal day or vacation from work like you're you're getting yourself away you're going and doing something else enjoying something else having a good time not focused on that thing so then that way by the time that you come back you are feeling reju- refreshed rejuvenated maybe you have different insights new perspectives that you can kind of bring a new energy into yeah. things and that's what well, we this, always have kind of maintained yeah. with these hiatuses this this is definitely like you know a story Telling podcasts so at the end of the day we do need the time to break away and and figure out these stories and, and yep. create these stories absolutely um, with our own lives and our and our memories and stuff right i find so, it's always it's a fun way for us to reconnect with everybody too when we do take a bit of time off and we have things happen in those two weeks even if it's just like you know you know crazy coincidences or chill stuff but we just want to update everybody on mm-hmm. um it we can have a little bit more and go into those first couple of episodes to catch everybody up and then we can kind of work on having fun in between uh-huh yeah that's exactly it so and we'll have we have halloween will be a part of uh next season's uh bulk of episodes best believe um, we're doing a halloween episode friends oh yes yes sorry i um, we're gonna have i think a couple of fall and halloween related we're gonna have to go back to some previous seasons where the time overlapped because i don't personally want to do too much repetition but um i think i've expressed before that you know <laughs> i mean i already said i'm a hoe for fall but in particular i love spooky season um and it's something that i think we've come to both enjoy together now mm-hmm. after a few years of kind oh, of yeah. like you've seen how much joy from either from like a scary creepy to like a fun spooky perspective i enjoy all of it um so I think we'll be able to have a lot of fun with it and maybe, uh, again, too, during that hiatus, maybe discuss what some potential uh, plans we have as far as that. But I know that's a goal of mine is to really have some spooky stuff going on mm-hmm. uh, later into September and early October. Yeah, lots lots to definitely talk about and come up with and, and plan for. So um, hope you guys are looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, you know, let us know if there's any, uh, you know, type of content that you guys want to listen to over the next few months uh, related to, you either Halloween, spooky season, fall, uh, and even furthermore in the future of Christmas, we have lots to, to, you know, plan for. Well, that's the thing too, is I feel like we've had a lot more of our seasons kind of around the, uh, winter holidays and we've done a I lot know. of content surrounding that. So, well, cause, cause we have so many, like as a storyteller process, we have so many stories from family stuff oh, around absolutely. Christmas. Oh yeah. No, the only stories that you get from the summer are ones when you, you make yourselves. Exactly. Right? So, so I, well, that's the thing though, is like we've, well, basically what I was saying though, is we've already covered a lot of stuff. So I'd love to, you know, and we'll remind everybody and, and really hope that you guys reach out to us because, uh, around that time, because I would love to hear from like all of our listeners, like what else haven't we talked about? Do you want to hear, or do you want us to like, you know, maybe revisit some original stuff we did mm-hmm. from holiday? Uh, just cause you want to maybe hear new opinions, new perspectives, new additions to traditions, favorites, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. definitely let us know again, we'll remind everybody, but um, it's, it's fun because we really get to focus on like, it, it feels like we've been in the summer for a while as mm-hmm. quickly as it seems to have gone. It, I feel like we've been in summertime for a while now. So we'll really get to focus on some, um, 
um, some new content along with like our regular stuff that we like new to content, do. new drinks, new, new things to enjoy. Yeah. Um, you know, there are lots of new movies. Uh, coming oh, up guys. for the next season, we know yep. uh, two two main ones we're probably going to want to check out is the Halloween Ends. Yep. Uh, that'll definitely be in our season of content. Absolutely. Plus, uh, I'm a big wannabe fan of Black Adam. I don't. Many people aren't like hyped for this movie. I'm yeah. genuinely stoked. Yeah. Um, comes around my birthday. Uh, I'm really excited mm-hmm. for that. And I believe the uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever will also be... Um, right the, near the, the end of our season of content because it's November. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'll be likely in our realm. So Perfect. lots of movie episode, Absolutely. Uh, you know, topics. Um, reminiscing back to last season, uh, this last past season, we had one guest, which was my mom <laughs> uh, yeah, for the, for the yeah. mom episode. So, um, you know, little things like that. We might see some guests or a guest or whatever this coming season. I think that Absolutely. would be fun. I would We'd... love to try and, and try and do that. Yeah. I, that would be awesome. It's fun to have a few here and there. Um, if the if it just if the cards are played the right way, you know, we get a, mm-hmm. a quick guest. But Absolutely. Yeah. But anyways, um, what was I going to talk about? We had other things to talk about too. Yeah, I'll, get, I'll get to it. But I did want to, uh, to talk about, you know, because we like to talk about what we've, what we've been up to. Absolutely. Um, we had a fun jam-packed weekend this we weekend. We did. So like we said in the intro, we had a very jam-packed weekend. Um, in particular, I mean, kind of starting a little bit earlier, we, we kind of enjoyed just being out with people a little bit this weekend. Right. Um, so it was, what was it? Thursday, we enjoyed Thursday, seeing we some friends. Thursday, we were out with my friends. Yep. Um, Friday, we had some kind of just you and I time, which was really nice. And then Saturday, which was kind of like our big, big event for the weekend, yes. um, was my cousin Jamie's engagement party. Yeah. And I wanted to just quickly say congratulations, Jamie yep. and Nate. Yes. Um, you guys aren't listening. I don't think they do. Uh, <laughs> but also, but just congratulations uh, but on Jamie the engagement. Jamie does re- like at least uh, pay attention she, to she our podcast page yeah, yeah, itself yeah. Um, and definitely give some likes and stuff. She so might she... be one of our listeners. I would be surprised. Exactly. But, uh, so big congratulations. It was a beautiful afternoon of uh you know conversation food drinks uh family friends absolutely um if you wanted to add anything to that sorry uh no that's okay um no basically the same thing it was you know it was i mean despite the heat um we really had a genuine just fun day being outside it felt like a really great way to kind of end off more like summer type festivities as well um considering the weather the last couple days i think it was like perfect timing to really get to enjoy that like i said it was nice to catch up like with our own family um because we're you know related through my dad's side Mm -hmm. and uh get to meet some of her family i hadn't met nathan's parents before i know they were the sweetest people yeah i only kind of really like seen hannah on occasion his sister and actually fun small world fact is hannah and i are in um the same sorority she just went to mcmaster and hamilton so she was in our beta chapter whereas I was in our Delta chapter of Brock. Yeah, so it's really cool. Um, yeah, this is a different Hannah from the Hannah I mentioned when I talk about work, obviously. Um, but yeah, so that, that's if you're kind confused, of confused. Don't worry, me too. It's okay. There's a lot of similar names, and, and Curtis has has trouble himself. But yeah, no, it was really nice to be able to, you know, do all that um, and really kind of just see them enjoy the day, just kind of really surrounded by love and everyone very excited for them. Um, I genuinely just I was honored that we got a chance to be there, um, celebrate with them and and really kind of like have that, you know, time with friends and family. Um, so that was a really fun part of the day. Plus, you know, who doesn't love an excuse to get dressed up? 
Yeah. Anybody? And, Hello? and you know, we we both got uh, new outfits for the day. Um, yeah. And it was just it's so fun. We we love that that style. We love that energy, and mm-hmm. uh, and they really treated us well too uh, with the drinks and the food, mm-hmm. um, all taken care of. So uh, mm-hmm. beautiful afternoon. Absolutely. I, I honestly, they looked gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the friends and family were all so kind, mm-hmm. and that's just you know the energy that we love. So um, mm-hmm. I just you know. This is the season where yep. engagement parties and weddings are happening. So again, congratulations to them. I also do want to say because I probably won't be on a recording, but I will be. We will be. Maybe I think you will. At least I will for sure. Yeah. Um, I have a coworker who has also has an engagement party next weekend. Um, uh, or I guess this coming weekend. No, isn't it like his like reception basically? It, 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 uh, they're calling it like a reception, but it's like an engagement party. Um, because like they they basically are already married. It's it, the the way that they're doing it is um dished a little different but you know just for whatever they're doing um i'm not 100 sure uh but they're calling it an engagement party so okay. it's like this big fun reception again um at a, a nice big venue mm-hmm. um he's of the uh, indian descent so he's got a massive family and so he's gonna bring like it's just a big big you know indian themed wedding and that's really fun because mm-hmm. i've never really been to one and mm-hmm. he you know talks so highly about it so mm-hmm. um that'll be a fun time yeah um hopefully again you can make it based on work it'll, stuff, it'll so be fun to see um like especially you know any sort of extra like influence on the reception because again it's just more so reception so it's not like you'd be able to um it won't be quite the same as going through the whole ceremony process right um but it is it'll be fun to see the different traditions things like that that yeah, it well, comes the involved with like all... the big par- party part right yeah so, yeah, yeah no exactly i just fun, know that particularly when stuff, it comes so. to i just sorry i was just saying particularly with that culture oh, no, like the ceremony ends up being a lot of big part with um like traditions and things like that. So, um, but I think it'll still be cool to be able to enjoy that. So, yeah. um, I hope we can make the timing work yeah. if I, that I can come, so, but at the yeah. very least, I'll be really excited to hear from you. Um, but yeah, so, so congrats. Got that coming I was up. say congrats, uh, uh, Amandeep and Maureen. Um, that's yes. my, my coworker and them. So, uh, just, it's, it's the fun time of year where we can celebrate, uh, you know, people mm-hmm. also my, my brother and his, uh, my sister-in-law will, they'll have their anniversary mm-hmm. coming up soon too. Absolutely. It's just a big month of love, man. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like that kind of rolls into October too. I best believe, guys, when we come back, um, I think with the way the seasons are going to unfold, that we will be um, attending fair yet again and being able fair, to talk about that. Fair, my birthday, our anniversary. Yeah. Four years. Dataversary, I should say. Dataversary, yeah. Um, it, it, it's so much, the fall season is so us. Yeah. And we have so much uh, fun stuff that I think we're going to plan to talk about. Yeah. Um, it's just, there's so much that happens. I'm just I can't even like talk straight because I just know how much this is gonna happen. I'm so yeah. excited. Yeah, I just I can't wait to get like you know nice pictures, fun yeah. fun memories, creating more memories, mm-hmm. seeing old friends, new making new friends, mm-hmm. uh, just enjoying the the energy and that's for sure. Man, that's awesome. And then new movies too. You know, yeah, love so, it. So that was what I wanted to segue into. Absolutely. So um, this is about I wouldn't say it's obviously not halfway through the year. Um, but we have watched a lot of movies this year and, we have. and this podcast has definitely melded into this like we watch TV a lot of TV and movie right I think it's because a lot of it envelops into things that we're interested in and I know like again too from if we want to talk about the root of the podcast it's based off of us just having conversations where when we're out and about over drinks and that's what you know the idea to do this kind of evolved out of and it, you know needless to say like that is a lot of what we chat about either mm-hmm. with each other or with our friends is like chatting about stuff that we've seen, why we like it, the actors in it, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So, um, 
again, I think it's it's something that everyone can kind of relate to. Um, depending everyone on has, what... everyone watches movies and exactly. TV shows. They have exactly. a favorite movie. Yeah. They have a favorite TV show. We we know what it is. Yeah. Um, and you know we are definitely ones to to keep up with the trends, keep up with the mm-hmm. times, to mm-hmm. you know watch what's new and what's entertaining. Absolutely. Um, I have been uh, actively continuing a list. So that's of... what I was gonna say. Is Curtis has been kind of keeping track of things, especially when like either of us say in particular and the other agrees of yeah that's something that we both want to watch okay so let's plan to watch that together then mm-hmm. as something that we can do you know when we have free time to sit down we'll like you know watch uh, a couple episodes of a certain tv show we want to watch together or we'll watch a movie um there's also plenty of stuff that he wants to watch on his own so i think that it kind of started from a place for you to kind of keep track of those as we kind of stumbled upon more movies that we wanted to watch but i think it's evolved into something really cool where we get a chance to kind of like keep track and like see how much we liked it yeah so I, i've kept track of, of everything um i'm writing down new movies that either come up or we see and we're like oh i would love to watch that and then i'll make a little i'll put an emoji uh, a heart emoji if i we both want to watch it we've both yep. you know committed saying okay yep. that would be fun um i check mark the ones we have watched and then i uh i do the heart eyes emoji for the ones we loved yeah and then i just for just for funsies i added the the cinema camera emoji for ones you we watched in the theater. in theater so yep. just to add that little extra you know context i guess um so I'm gonna kind of go through this list of movies that we've watched, maybe a couple that I've watched and whatever, yeah. and and just you know maybe do a quick reminisce. Um, Absolutely, and we'll see because yeah, I, even if you've just watched it, like I'm more than happy to hear about it. Maybe yeah, ask questions. so so I I won't go through the whole list. I want to save most of these to um to an end of the year episode. Yes, yeah, and I we... have a really old friend who does this similar thing. Uh, every year, he yeah. he tracks his movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. He had a big little thing last year. I might try to get him on the podcast this year. That and, would be and, really and cool, especially if he's seen friend. a lot of the stuff. I haven't, that seen, we've... I haven't seen. Like, I talked to him for a long time. Yeah, but I think if we could do a like a premature like hang out and chat and just go through a list of movies that. Um, you know, we can compare. Okay, yeah. I watched this. Did you watch yeah. it? Yes. Okay, that's. Let's save it for the episode, and we can go back and forth. So yeah, absolutely. Anyways, so let's start. Uh, we watched the new Ghostbusters two, with uh, with Paul the Rudd Ghostbusters and... uh, Afterlife. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I put a check mark. I don't think we loved it. It okay. So here's the thing: is it definitely was um good. Yes. Is considering. A movie that, because technically Ghostbusters already has a Ghostbusters 2. Right. And this is in the same continuity. So it's essentially like a third sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, I What I will say is it, it definitely, for how sometimes it can be bad for nostalgia pulling sequels that get made decades later can sometimes be this wasn't a bad story i did enjoy it it just didn't like blow me away in the same way uh story wise as the original ghostbusters did because like um you know it definitely was like an interesting story of like a new generation of busters Mm -hmm. like with it being kids but it just felt like the 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 first one was a little more natural with like this group of guys a few of them already knew each other they discovered this type of science or whatever. One thing I did appreciate about this, and I think we both said it, is that you really get to go hard with the effects having made this movie now versus yeah. when it was originally made it, back in the 80s. That was the well done part. And like, I like- the effects were actually, it, and especially because we're at a point in time, it's not like it was in like the late 2000s or anything like this is like, you know, 
2020s, basically, um, that this is, you know, coming out and the effects are really well done and they do it justice to like really make it look cool and fresh, but still evoke the same feeling that you saw with them catching the ghosts in the first movie. Yeah. Um, I do appreciate the way they circled back to kind of the older stuff, but at the same time, I just, yeah. Yeah. There there was a lot, like I love the, the kids casting was great because it was obviously like more of a kid focus and all that stuff, but um, the the one thing I think like I liked but was like they didn't really have to do that was mm-hmm. they like pure on CGI'd the one Ghostbuster who has passed. Like yeah. they, they just purely gave him a – like and they hologrammed all of them. Yeah. But then like they just gave him a full-on CGI version. Well, I'm like, so I'm like, like basically – like, And, and yeah. they didn't make him speak because they didn't really have like – they're not going to make a voice actor do that, whatever. Well, because they're able like, to – I was like, yeah. why, do that in the, why do that at all then? Um, well, I mean like I do get how they did it at one point because again the, 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 the series involves ghosts and technically it's – so basically it's the, it's the one Ghostbuster Curtis is mentioning. It's uh, Harold Ramis who was involved in the making of the first movie who played Egon was one of the original Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. He obviously has passed on quite a few years ago, so it's not like he was able to be in personally involved with the project, whereas like Dan Aykroyd was. We saw Billy Crystal, or sorry, not Billy Crystal. Bill Murray. Bill Murray come back um, and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's, um, I think Ernie, was Ernie there in person or was he also? Ernie was, isn't he like their uncle's friend or something? No, no, no. I'm talking Ernie Hudson, the the, the fourth buster. Um, I don't remember. I can't remember what whether or not they did effects with him or if he was there in person as well. I think he one of them was there in person. Yeah, I think it was Ernie Buster because they had to call him. Didn't Ernie they? Hudson. Yeah. No, that was Dan Aykroyd. They called. Oh, uh, right. Then, then the other guy. Then yeah, but yeah, I he thought wasn't. Bill Murray was there in person as well. No, 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 not at all. Weird. Okay. Anyways, well, at the very least, yeah, they didn't really have Harold Ramis say anything. But like again, too, that speaks to the fact that they. They could use his face likeness, but they wouldn't have had anyone that could match his his voice. But essentially, the reason why they did that in the first place was um, because the family that we follow in this sequel is essentially his daughter and grandchildren mm-hmm. um moving back to this farmhouse one one thing i didn't necessarily i thought it was kind of cool that they kept it in the family um but one thing that was a little like it just i didn't quite feel like i understood it or can even remember how they explained it away was how they made sense for like why he had the farmhouse why the farmhouse was built there and why all of a sudden in this like town in the middle of nowhere is having all this ghostly stuff when like there was a direct tie to New York City in the first two movies um, as far as why things were happening. I know there was an explanation in the movie. I just like it didn't make it didn't I guess it didn't like feel natural enough to me that it stuck in my brain as to explain why. And I think that was one of the things that kind of took me out of the film a little bit. Right. Um, But I will say is that the newer cast did have a certain amount of chemistry that I did appreciate, um, especially Paul Rudd. He's always just golden. And yeah, no, no. Again, we it was good, but it wasn't this like mm-hmm. blowing blowing our minds kind but of yeah, movie. So before but, we keep ranting and raving, yeah, no. So okay, so I'll continue the list. Um, I ended up watching uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, um, movie got shit on by like the ratings, but like everybody. I like I'm I'm a I'm a whore for CGI, so like. If it's got good CGI, I really don't pay attention much to the story, and you I just, just appreciate love. the effects. I just try to appreciate more of the effects, and like mm-hmm. I try to follow the story. And if mm-hmm. it's a movie, it's obviously a good story. Yeah. Um, I give it, I give it this emoji, the like circle A OK emoji. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, because like, 
you know, it was good. I definitely wouldn't necessarily... And I, was like, and I was like, it was better than people made it out to be. So I'm like, I'm like it was actually good. That's fair. I, so, I will say the criticism that I heard, and I'd watched stuff that actually showed clips of the film, um, is a lot of the criticism was is there was a lot of, like, character development contradictions in the story. There, there is a few, yeah. And it just, like, it... I don't know. I think they... Uh, a lot of the... After setting up such a great story arc for Diana in the first film... They just felt like it kind of like fell flat in the no, messaging. No, no, no. That, 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 that one's not the one that fell flat. It was No, but the can other I just finish what I'm saying though? But it's like, you know. You haven't even seen the movie. No, I understand. But this, what I'm saying is I've watched videos about the movie and I'm explaining like some of the criticisms that you're mentioning. I never mentioned a criticism. You, but you said that the movie had received a lot of criticism. But like not specific ones. Okay, but okay, never mind then. Anyways. I guess all of what I was trying to explain with that um, is I personally haven't watched it yet. That's why Curtis watched it by himself. Um, I definitely, like, after hearing his reaction, I think I'm a little bit more open to now watching it. Um, But I definitely feel like it's one of those things where I'm probably going to, unless they decide to do more movies um, with Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman specifically, I'm probably still going to like the first one the best. Uh, There's no denying the first one was the best. But um, I would would actually recommend people watch the second one um then uh one one movie that got a lot of uh, hype this year uh came out i'm pretty sure it came out this year was uh jungle cruise with uh dwayne johnson and emily blunt uh, yeah i think it was like really early this year trash like, i remember curtis, don't watch it curtis watched it at home while i was so working stupid. one day he had like i think you were just like chilling doing whatever yeah and you text me you're like this movie is awful no like even for a family movie like this is just weird it's just lame it's so it's just not so, a great movie. Do you want to know why though? Why? That was based off of a ride at Disney. Oh, so they made a ride into a movie? It's it's Ow. literally a ride at Disney. So I've actually taken to watching um this uh YouTube channel called Defunct Land. And it's basically a guy who like delves in deep to different amusement parks and different things that have gone wrong or rides that have gone out of commission for whatever reason. Anyway, so specifically, I think he was talking about other stuff and had mentioned that Jungle Cruise was actually a ride at Disney um, in relation to other rides getting made into movies. makes so much sense now. It's just weird to see something like that where like you and you You, go immediately, this movie is trash, but Pirates of the Caribbean was based off a ride as well. But they actually wrote and had a decent cast for the very first movie. Let's forget about the sequels for now. Let's just talk about the original movie. It made Stories, so sto- much story, money story because so the impor- story was interesting. Story so important. Like, and the story was marketable. They, Jungle Cruise story could have been way cooler, but it's like you got the you got they casted the worst people. Like you don't need this big buff man and this like really like adventurous female that like just they they and they they like butt heads but mm-hmm. then they're friends it's like well it doesn't make any well, sense well like i think too is the jungle cruise is a ride that's basically just kind of like a tour through stuff whereas pirates of the caribbean like you could actually turn it into more of a lore-based film right so you could actually have more that's of a story to work yeah. with versus it's like what are you going to talk about fucking you're on a uh, a, a raft honestly, ship over the water you're, like you're right i honestly it was so bad it does not deserve any more talking about it anyway sorry um, yeah then we, I, I kind of want to skip some that we loved and like we watched in theaters that were more important, like the Black Phone. We don't need to go over I that I think one we already talked about Black Phone we'll anyway. We probably talked about that one. Um, but I also wanted to, this list is full of not new, new movies that came out this year we watched, no. but but new movies to either Ryan or I, or she hasn't watched in a while or I haven't watched in a while. And, it's and like, like we've new, finally it's fresh, revisited. It's, we, we've refreshed it. Um, specific, so specifically in that kind of category falls The Prestige. Oh, yeah. Um holy shit it's such a good movie such it a great movie up. an an older movie uh hugh jackman christian bale mm-hmm. holy crap 
never heard of this movie. It's been it's like near the top of my list as it's as it is. Yeah. Um and like I just was like, oh, that looks really interesting. It's about magic. It's got these amazing yeah. actors. I'm for it. And it's in my top 10 now. We have to yeah. revisit our top 10 movies list because like yeah. it's up there for me now. Well, it was so funny because you seemed intrigued and I literally said to you, I was like, this is such a good movie. And I hadn't watched it in a few years. Like yeah. it, it's it's one of those ones I don't, I wouldn't revisit all the time because of the way the movie's done. You need to be able to give yourself time in between viewing so that yeah. certain aspects of the movie can still surprise you a little bit. Or it's one of those once your brain catches up to, oh, I remember this, you get to pay attention to a little bit more in the background to put more pieces together yeah exactly it's one of those movies where because of the twists and turns you can start paying attention to the little clues along the way every time you revisit the movie right but you're still like you're still excited by the twists and well, turns that's my favorite part about christopher nolan it's just like you like he gives you twists and turns yeah but like and this was one that like he they they basically discover it yeah like from the like in the movie yeah and you're like but that would be but there's hints there's cinema there's like symbolic hints and like actual hints to it and I and in yeah. dialogue and everything throughout yeah. the whole movie and I'm not gonna get into like spoilers or anything but I think that's what's fun about a lot of Nolan's movies is you get shocked the first time you watch it you go holy like. Shit. <laughs> it's so it's it's that's so surprising that's so cool my mind is blown how is that what oh my mm. god okay sure and then you go back and revisit it a little while later um and you get to go oh my god there's that clue there's that clue and then you get to like which, you get which to spend I your movie I can't, I can't wait to do the second time i watch you, it yeah watch you get to spend one. the movie appreciating the performances and hunting for clues yeah so it's a whole different experience of watching the film but it still feels like fun and interactive and i feel yeah. like that's so much of his goal with a lot of the movies he does yeah um I agree. particularly the ones that aren't like big so like bigger franchises or anything like that like i feel like you know a movie like Interstellar interstellar is different because it's more so about the story and like having everything kind of like first um, cycle though. through i know but like it's it's more about the the cycle of like i find like history with all of these people right. whereas like things like um mento and prestige um and even inception is like you get to hunt for hints as to things and, and kind oh, of you gotta, every time you, get you that every too, time you, you rewatch you get to have like a different experience right yeah I mean, I do with Interstellar, so. Okay, well, whatever. Um, but no, so that definitely up there now. Uh, I ended up watching, uh, by myself, Sing 2. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like those family-friendly musical-type movies. They're Sing always two's fun. Sing 2 great. It's up there. Uh, yeah. Great, great cast of um, voice actors. So mm-hmm. Sing 1 was great. Sing 2, I would say, right on par. Not mm-hmm. better, not worse. Yeah. Um, and then I watch also uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Again, oh, yeah. one of those movies that has a terrible plot line but because the CGI is so good. Why not? That's fair. Why not? That's fair. Um, um, to kind of th- interrupt and throw into here one that I watched on my own at some point this oh, year, please, and I don't know yes, if I, do. I don't know if I mentioned it, but I know it was at some point this year. Is and this is by no means like Curtis has said. This isn't necessarily something that got released this year. Um, but I finally had gotten a while back around to watching um, Molly's Game. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, it was a very interesting watch. If you like um like biopic type movies or movies based on like memoirs so this was actually like a a woman who had run her own like underground poker ring yeah yeah we know gaming ring yeah so well not everybody might know it's it's a pretty popular movie okay but again not everyone might know i know but like okay never mind go ahead anyways um i had a really great time watching it it was Good. a fantastic Sweet. cast i never even um, watched that yeah, no, I just like I, I think I was just like chilling by myself one time and and or maybe you were at work and I was a day off, whatever. Either way, 
it's like, you know what? I want to just like try something new. And every so often I'll go for those types of dramas. Mm-hmm. And I had a really great time watching good. it. Good. No, awesome. So I would highly recommend if that's your thing. Um, otherwise, if you just like a good drama movie with some like fun kind of almost like cool semi like heisty vibes like it's she's not like she was running a heist but like oh wait it's like i a think slick i watched drama. part of that with you i think you came in at one point when i was I watching did. it oh yeah 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 or was that that cherry one cherry it's like a cherry bomb something cherry bomb I, like there's a movie there was, that was gunpowder milkshake that's what with, i'm like, talking the about female assassins. that's that's what you were watching okay so no that that was another one that was decent but thanks specific... for picking that up for my terrible i know hints. <laughs> um but uh but molly's game in particular i think um if you like anything like that definitely gunpowder especially with all bomb, of the whatever. like um i don't know all the different stories involving like legalities and, and fraud and stuff i feel like yeah i'm uh, not that she committed fraud necessarily but yeah. anyways um, anyway, i would definitely so... recommend it yeah, and then uh, back to my list. Um, we re, re you. I think you had watched it. Maybe mm-hmm. not. Uh, Nightcrawler. No, I hadn't yet. You we hadn't both went so in blind to that older movie. Both went in blind. Like not totally old, but a few years ago. That's old. Um, for this list again, it's like yeah. new to us, but like not new. New. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a fantastic! Movie. Oh, that was a good one. It's... That one had me like. Like heartbeat at like one hundred steady. Just so like, we'll, oh yeah, like just a weird little. It's really fun to watch. It's so cringe too. Such a character go from like kind of meek and looking for attention to just like pure on sadistic because he's like fully like gotten what Sociopath he's wanted. Vibes. Um, I know. It's Jake. Jake Gyllenhaal does a really really great job. <laughs> he's just so good and like interesting. I'm just turning Diana. into this like psychotic yeah. smarmy man. Um. But uh, it's funny because Nightcrawler had always been on my radar and I had always wanted to sit down and watch it. It's By one the way, m- not about the superhero from X-Men. Oh, no, 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 no. It's about... For so any confusion So I actually think have. Nightcrawler was also a term for those guys that would have the cameras that would go and like find accidents and crimes right. being done. Um so I think that was in in reference to that is what they were referred to. So it, it discusses when it comes to the booming business of like cable news when it was on 24-hour cycles really... You know, they would pay people to go film at accidents, crime scenes, whatever, so that they could have breaking news. Sorry, I hit my microphone. Uh, footage for stories to increase the ratings. Um, but yeah, it had, like I said, it had always been on my radar because mm-hmm. a lot of the different um, film YouTube channels that I watch that do a really good job at analyzing, and they usually pick pretty good movies that you can really kind of dissect a little bit and interpret it in different ways um, or have really great characters to study. And again, um, like a good chunk of them had all done a video on Nightcrawler, and I was like, I think this is this movie is worth my time. Right. Um. So I think we were finally, but I was particularly finally in the mood, and you said, Yeah, let's watch it. And, yeah. And I'm so we, happy. We I was did. I was pleasantly surprised for sure. Um. And then yeah, we. I also on my own, which I need to. I keep telling you to watch. Uh, the Peanut Butter Falcon with Shia LaBeouf. Um. A few other uh, actors, actresses yeah. that you'd probably know, but um, drama movie. Um. But very emotional, very... What's it, like, about again? So, basically, it's about... Um, Shia LaBeouf's character is, like, this, like, runaway kid who, like, doesn't really have a place to stay. He's kind of, like, thrifting off people, like, just trying to, like, get by. Um, and then, like, he helps this, like, mentally challenged kid in, like, a bullying situation. Like, kind of just, like, stop getting bullied. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, this, so, this, like, this kid ends up, like, loving Shia LaBeouf's character. I forget the name of him, but... Ends up, like, really just, like, befriending him, mm-hmm. and then he has to, like, take care of him to some point. I guess he finds out that, like, his – is it 
this the kid's older sister is like can't really take care of him it's like this kind of like i i forget a lot of the story but that's fine all i know is that it's the main part of the story shia labeouf's character is like sort of like parenting slash like you know mentoring Mm -hmm. uh this mentally challenged kid into like being just a better you know stronger more dependent more like um responsible Mm -hmm. like person like human because again it's just where he was in life and and it's like there's a lot of emotional times where like it gets really scary and like he's pushing this kid to like do these things and like he teaches him so many things and then this kid wants to be like a wrestler and so he like gets him to that point so it's more of like a character study kind of it's a character study it's like it's a drama it's like it's really i don't know if it's i don't think it's based on true story but it's Really, really good. Um, if you mm-hmm. like some of those, I believe those, that like, one's on Netflix. It, it should be, yeah. If it's not, it's on something. I watched it on something, yeah. but yeah. Um, but then we also watched. Um, so yeah, just don't just mm-hmm. watch that one. Yeah. Um, we watched Unbreakable and Glass. We did well because I told you I was like, before we watch Glass, we need to watch Unbreakable. Right, and like I was like, oh, he's kind of like a superhero. Well, because that's, that's the only that's way you're going to be able to understand as, what's happening in Glass. Right? So yeah. it essentially is like if we want to talk about like superheroes in a very grounded reality where like everyone knows about comics and superheroes in comics um and it's more so it's not necessarily like you know um superheroes in the sense of they have like superpowers from like scientific accidents or from like otherworldly things it's you know people who are actual humans but they have conditions or certain abilities that just allow them to be a bit more superhuman than they are right um it's probably one of the most grounded superhero type stories that you're yeah, gonna have and, and because glass it's not was, like unbreakable was good but i think glass was like really good i preferred unbreakable if i'm being honest you know what it had a much better uh uh like like script yeah. and storyline and like plot because yeah. like you you had a like a fresh mm-hmm. movie um theme like well, you had a I whole think- fresh new like story to I think tell. the thing with that is I think I I can't say for sure because again I'm not M Night but I feel like because it was such an end credit scene involving um, Bruce Willis's character from Unbreakable in yeah. an end credit scene in um, Split that then ties it into the Unbreakable universe that it was like I don't know if it was a later decision or if it was something that he had played around with while production was happening and he said you know what no I want to make this a part of things because it could actually work really well into creating like a supervillain mm-hmm. from you know our main character James McAvoy's character in Split the Beast could be a supervillain that you know um I think David Dunn is I believe Bruce Willis's character mm-hmm. um that you know David Dunn could fight against I I don't know. I guess I it definitely like. Don't get me wrong. David's character and some uh, like Bruce Willis's character, sorry, and Samuel Jackson character. They're still very much those people from that universe, and they play into it very well. And it was really fun to kind of like know going into it that like there's going to be more going on with with Sam Jackson's character. And sure enough, you find out like he's been this. You know, he's still this mad genius behind bars. Like he's not as catatonic as he comes up across. Mm-hmm. Um. And and I do kind of appreciate the climax of the fight. And you're kind of always second guessing yourself throughout this movie of, is this really what's happening? Yeah. Like, is this really? And again, it's, again it's it goes so, into that questioning those, piece yeah, that happened yeah. in Unbreakable. And I totally appreciate that. I think just overall, I, I think I appreciated the story in Unbreakable. And, and we finished that movie and I went, oh my God. Whereas we finished uh, Glass and I was like, okay. 
Like hmm. again, it was it was definitely a right. way to kind of like complete the 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 cycle of what all those movies set up. But you could just watch Unbreakable, and that could just be the, it. That yeah. could just be the movie. Yeah, and I and I totally agree. I think that's what it was for, right? Because mm-hmm. between that and Split, and yeah. even Unbreakable, a yeah. long period of time. Um, but together, you know, we watched them. Oh yeah, for sure. It was good. Um, I watched. No, I actually not going to talk about the movie. It was so bad. Okay. Um, we, we, you, new for you, not new for me, but a refresh, okay. uh, the Suicide Squad. Um, oh yeah. Cause you saw it in theaters. I saw it in theaters with So this my was friends. the second Suicide Squad movie. The second Suicide Squad with. Dude, it was so good. It's so good. Thank you for, for saying that. So the effects were amazing. I really love the chemistry of the team and Comedy, the way the story was writing, told. writing, lines, and everything. the freaking weasel, man. <laughs> It was so off color oh, and so, so hilarious. It's so good. It's so good. I just like I wasn't expecting it, and it was like weird but so amusing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then I just genuinely appreciated the rest of the journey throughout the film. And mm-hmm. I feel like we got we got a bit more of like the Harley that we deserved. I honestly, Margot Robbie can't ever. Nobody else can play Harley Quinn but Margot Robbie at this point. She has so much fun with the character, um, and really embodies harley but um i I feel as though this was like the right movie Mm -hmm. to kind of come back after after suicide squad and being able to kind of play into a little bit different version of the character in birds of prey this was kind of the perfect blend between the two of them and you kind of got to see how she is a little bit psychotic but she's still having a lot of fun the entire time yeah and she's a little bit irreverent um and then as far as the rest of the cast again they've just were genuinely funny and and fun to to be able to watch yeah, no, it, it was it was definitely good. Again, yeah. mentioning your point with the weasel and and just the funny the funny times. This one, yeah. the writing of this one, the character development, the character chemistry, yeah, much different than the first movie. I also personally, feel like I think better. Oh yeah, I feel like this was the Suicide Squad that we should have gotten the first time around, and I still. To this day, if it wasn't for studio interference and wanting to be, you know, more of a, a music video, is the Suicide Squad that we would have gotten originally. Um, but this definitely was the one that we should have gotten the first time around. And it was one of those things where I was so invested in seeing a better version of some of these characters. By the time we got to the end, I think you can attest to it. I was like, oh my God, no. Like when certain things would happen to certain characters, I'm like, no, but I need, no, stop it. Like I you don't want more. this to be the yeah, way they yeah. end. Like, I know, I know. Well, because... We won't get into Anyways, it. Anyways, I won't get into major spoilers. A lot of, but... lot of deaths. Yes. Um, but yes, so uh, definitely watch that one if you mm-hmm. haven't already. It's a lot of fun. Um, we also, um, I don't know if I'll, I'll, I'll jump a little bit. We watched uh, Good Boys uh, with Jess when Jess mentioned Oh, yeah, it. we had a movie night with Jess, and we had watched Encanto first. You're right. Which, guys, it's great. I'm still singing the we songs. Don't talk and about I think we yeah. talked about it already, but we watched uh, this comedy from like a few years back called Good Boys, <laughs> and it's basically like... A Judd Apatow comedy, but I don't think like, he was involved kid, in it. Yeah. And it's all like twelve-year-old boys. I know it's it's actually genuinely funny. Uh, just kind of a a fun, goofy watch. I wouldn't yeah. put it as a great, uh, but but I one, would say if one, you're, an easy watch. I was gonna say if um, a slightly raunchy humor is not raunchy thing, humor and especially for sure. when seeing. Um, a slightly toned down but still hilarious version of raunchy humor involving a younger yeah. age group. Yeah. Um, not entertaining, then don't watch this. But as someone who kind of grew up in a generation where like a lot of my friends and I were exposed to a little bit more like raunchiness and raunchy humor as we were growing up around that time, um, this is this was definitely a funny movie to watch because mm-hmm. you can kind of like relate to some of the jokes and, right. and stuff that they would exactly talk about. Exactly right, yeah. So definitely watch it. I'd say if you're a younger millennial, 
but other than that, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a good that's a good. Uh, yeah, that, that's there. all I'd have to say about that. But it was genuinely a funny movie. There was some yep. moments where I'm like, oh my god, what am I watching? And then there's a lot of the rest of the time I was like, this is really funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Obviously, we watched a lot of movies. Um, of two two more left. We can also... I have uh, two like a conjoined shout out as well after sure. we talk about you, those two. You want to just go now? Do you want me to go now? Yeah. Um, okay. So um, I, as you guys know, especially from our Netflix episode, I am a big documentary lover. Mm-hmm. So two shout outs that I want to make. Uh, one is on Netflix and one is on Amazon Prime. Um, particularly being someone who works in retail, if you're ever someone who has worked in retail or loves the brands that I'm about to mention, or is just generally interested in that sort of thing. Um, the, the sorry, wow, the documentary White Hot, The Rise and Fall of Abercrombie and Fitch. I've watched it for the second time earlier today, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It still is such an impactful movie, I feel, for like film um, when it comes to probably one of the biggest like teen and young adult brands that had hit malls, uh, let alone the, you know, cultural zeitgeist um, in a really long time. And right. having like seen now is I always thought about Abercrombie as a store that I would never shop in. And then now to see how it's evolved the way it is now, I think watching this film really kind of create some context, especially if you were someone who did shop Abercrombie. This is just a really great one to be able to watch. It just kind of really aids to what you may have seen in popular media or experienced when you walked into the store. Um, especially for me, I think I told you when we were watching the one most impactful thing was when they talked about uh, this one journalist who specifically did journalism on the fashion industry and retail. Um, she was with a coworker who went in and, and talked to and interviewed a manager at American Eagle Outfitters, which is my company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and how they had been a district leader at um, Abercrombie and switched over here and just how much of a different impact being in a more inclusive company um, had on them at the time. Obviously, I know A&F has made quite a few strides, um, but in that particular time, it was particularly yeah. bad no, um, but yeah so and then the second one is the uh victoria's secret documentary on prime video um so if you have prime i definitely would take advantage of that and watch it again if you are interested in that um it particularly talks about the kind of the rise and the decline of victoria's secret as well as the other affiliations that um the founder of the kind of like limited brand company that bought Victoria's Secret and made it what it is or what we have known it to be. Um, Les Wexner kind of talking a little bit about him and his history and his associates. Yeah. And in particular, if you have followed anything revolving around Jeffrey, Ep- Jeffrey Epstein, um, his connection to him. So yeah, I think from that perspective, as well as the perspective of just how popular and crazy and in the cultural sphere that Victoria's Secret was and where the decline hit and kind of understanding a little bit more about the internal culture uh, around the company as well. I think, again, it's just something super interesting if you were into that sort of thing. So I did want to shout out those two in particular. No, that's, that's perfect. Because rewatching the Abercrombie one today really kind of made me think about that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think some other kind of ones that I don't have heart-eyed, um, which means we didn't love them, but we watched together and we're like, you know, it's probably pretty good. Um, yeah. We watched Death on the Nile. Um, just in one I of liked those, it. One of those murder mystery type of movies. I it's know an you, Agatha you Christie lo- movie. You love them, so yeah. I think you're a little biased, to be Whatever, honest. It's fine. Uh, but then we also watched um, like the Jackass Forever, which was super fun and yeah, goofy. That was fun. Uh, and, then, and then most recently, uh, literally so recent, we watched finally Morbius. Oh, yeah. We watched it literally yesterday. Literally last night. As of recording this episode, um, I think we'll save the the review for another day. 
Of but, Morbius? Yeah. What would, what would you rate it? Let's just give it a rating. Oh, gosh. Um, I'd probably rate it like a 7.5. That's a fair rating. I'll do the same thing. Yeah. Um, but we'll we'll save if we end up talking about it later. We'll hopefully get back to them. But we have <laughs> a very large list of movies that we have watched. And we'll yes. definitely save a full-on episode for going over them all. Well, I think, um, too, because there's Especially still... probably mostly the ones that we loved. Yeah. Um, and also the ones that we hated. Yeah. A lot of the in-betweens are, are hard. but it'll And then it will likely always also be just yeah. movies that we watched this year I also, that came out this year. Yeah. I also think that we'll, by the end of the year, because we do have a lot of stuff that we haven't quite watched yet that have come out in theaters but we're waiting to watch um at home in a specific scenario or we know there is stuff upcoming for example like the new halloween movie um and other movies like that that are probably gonna be coming up between now and you know just before christmas um probably when we'll want to do like a yearly roundup anyway uh of the rest of the films but we did want to touch on a few that we watch now just because the list would get very big Mm -hmm. um and in particular, we'll kind of cover the rest of the year as to things that actually came out within this year. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and again, hopefully, hopefully, we have my my friend Justin on to uh, to kind of review with us and, and I, think I think it'd be super fun. I also like his reviews are like thorough. Yeah, and he does it every year. He's yeah. done it every year. He does like graphs and and charts yeah. and stuff about his his all of his uh, watches. So I also I think feel like good. I feel like it's really fun to talk to someone like that who really makes an effort to um, expose themselves to as many different films as possible mm-hmm. and really kind of like track your your likes and dislikes when it comes to whatever sort of things, whether it be, you know, visuals, story, whatever. Um, I always find it really interesting to talk to <laughs> and have a dialogue with someone like that versus just kind of like the everyday person who watches. Um, not that, to say that I'm like some sort of like pretentious like movie anal- analyst, but I do tend to really enjoy kind of digging a little bit deeper into a lot of these stories and seeing underlying meanings other than, oh, this didn't make sense, that didn't make sense, or I liked the visuals on that. And I definitely appreciate those kind of conversations of an overall, hey, wasn't this really cool? Right. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm so glad you thought so. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, so it'll, I, I genuinely would love to try and attempt to, to do that because I think that would be super yeah, fun. Yeah, appreciating the good values of movies is, yeah. is a fun conversation so and he's yeah. one that does um so yeah thanks so much for listening this week guys yeah listening Length to us ranting epi- and raving about Length everything the episode uh but that's what we do for the finale uh for you guys um this has been one hell of a season um i saw a lot of great statistics this season uh, our numbers are really growing i love um, to hear that our social media is really just continuing to grow um, and we just love the the continued support, love, yes. uh, listenings, I uh, think in, interactiveness, engagement that you guys give us. So I think in particular, I do want to thank everyone who has stuck with us throughout all these seasons and have been consistent because I feel like that is kind of the root of everything. Obviously, I do want to shout out and appreciate everyone who has kind of discovered our podcast and has maybe continued on our journey with us or checks in every so often because you definitely make a difference in those numbers. Um, but I do want to give a specific shout out to everyone who has stuck with us um for a while now yeah um because again that consistency is what really kind of helps keep those numbers up and just keeps us motivated because again those are the same people who uh revisit to us about the podcast we'll talk about it in our free time with them because they are genuinely interested so um yes thank you so much yeah um so one hell of a journey so far we have so much more coming next season uh we're gonna take our lovely break um and you know what that's that'll be it we will catch you guys in a couple weeks in season 13 we love you guys so much peace